I'm Carlo, Carlo Pietro Sanfilippo, and this is my podcast. With this project, I want to explore the means, methods, tools, and examples of living on purpose, living the life we want, doing the things that light us up, things that make us feel like we're alive, growing, making a difference, and enjoying the process along the way. Welcome to It's the Journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Journey. So, man, it has been way longer than I expected it would be before I came back with another episode. And as I've been saying all along, I would I wouldn't do this if it felt like work, if it didn't feel fun, if it wasn't something I was pulled to do. And so, because of everything I had going on, I needed to take a break. Um, but I had some things I wanted to talk about with you today. But before we dive into that, just kind of give you a, a little bit of a, a summary of what I've been up to. Um, I let people know who've been listening regularly that. Um, the beginning of this year was the last three months of my career as a financial planner. So I've been, I've been, a, I was a financial planner for 27 years. I was with LPL Financial for about almost 18 of those years, um, where I started my own business and then I restructured that business to what was what became Integral Wealth back in 2015. So this would have been the seventh year of that. And during COVID, I came to the realization that for a number of reasons, I didn't want to do that anymore. Um, part of it is just, um, I, I went in, I guess I'd be, I went into finance because we grew up without money. And I talk a little bit about this in, in Afterlife. But that was this whole shadow thing. I grew up without money and I dove into studying something that was scary and that I didn't understand. And uh, through a lot of life experiences and, and witnessing uh, people I work with, I realized that it's not something I want to spend the next chunk of my life dealing with, especially uh, during COVID, it really kind of it kind of set in for, for me the, the, the finality, finality of that I don't want to do this was I dealing, you know, going through financial crises, you know, so COVID, obviously the market fell 40%. Before that, it was the uh, 2008 financial crisis. And before that, it was the tech bubble that I went through and whatever the heck it is we're going through now with inflation and Russia, this, you know, this isn't a market com conversation, but you know, this is another thing. Uh, it's it's weird enough or scary enough or hard enough to go through that with your own money and your own personal situation. Uh, it's really hard emotionally going through that when you're in charge of other people's money. Um, that's, whew, I, I realized in COVID, I'm like, I'm done having these conversations. It's, it's stressful enough for me and it's hard enough dealing with not dealing with, but having to help people, you know, that are scared for, for various number of reasons. Um, I just didn't want to do it anymore. So I, I, I made the decision and I, um, I, I stepped away from that, but the, the, the last three months, which was January, February, March, there was a lot of, um, things I had to do, uh, just 
with clients and with the firm that was taking over my business and just with the business itself of meeting with my attorney and my accountant and shutting down the business and canceling subscriptions and all those kind of things. That was exhausting just from a time standpoint. And like I talk about in the book when I, um, I think I talk about when I moved offices and I got rid of a piece of furniture, the, the kind of shadows that that kicked up. Um, this, this was a similar type situation where I just felt uh, emotionally drained from ending a chapter of my life as, as in this role, as in this, in this profession that I began when I was, um, well, I mean, I began a journey to, to become that when I was 17 and I began taking my first college classes and decided to go into finance. So, so this, that's been a journey that's been going for a long, long time. And the, even when we're, even when we want something to be over, you know, a divorce, a breakup, uh, getting out of a job, moving out of a house, whatever, there's still, um, it still takes something from you. It still is tiring or exhausting as you process the end of something. And so I've, I've been doing that. I've been giving myself some time and space for that. And I'm still not done with that. Um, but I wanted to, um, to kind of come back and say hello and talk about something that uh, goes back to the title of this. Um, I haven't decided for sure, but I think the title is going to be something like Keeping Promises to Ourselves. And I thought about this because that, I mean, that was the very first chapter of afterlife is, 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 is how I began learning to trust myself. And this is a continuation of that theme. And what I was talking about in the book was just trusting my ideas that if I wanted to do something, it wasn't automatically dumb or wrong or stupid, which is what I had kind of grown up hearing and had built a circle of people mostly around me that weren't doing the things I wanted to do. So the things that I was excited about or interested in or passionate about um, were, were weird or strange or just not what everybody did. So I eventually began to think that my ideas were dumb and didn't pursue them. And I just had to put my head down and pursue this American dream, which meant get a house and cars and mow the lawn and rake the leaves and clean the gutters and all the things I talk about in the book that I no longer do. So in the beginning, um, and what I talked about in, in, in Afterlife was just that learning that trust that, hey, I've got an idea. I want to pursue something. I, I can do that. I, I can choose to study a language. I can choose to dive deep into some, you know, for, for some people, it might be considered esoteric, this, you know, studying uh, history and art history and things like that. Um, I know people that are fascinated. Like, how do you have time to know all those things? But they know everything about a baseball player's history and salary and injuries and breakups and marriages and whatever it might be. And that's what they're into. And so it, this, you know, I've, I, because I wasn't into what was quote normal, I just, I don't know, I just didn't, didn't pursue it. But as I gained confidence, 
like I talk about in, um, in Afterlife, that the yes ands, well, yes, I'm going to build furniture. And then, yes, I'm going to take improv. And then, well, that gave me confidence and, and excitement in the more spontaneity in my life that, that I said, yes, I'm going to take my kids to Europe. And yes, I'm going to maybe study Italian. And yes, I'm going to become Italian and maybe I'll live there. And how do I free up my life so that I can do that? And I restructured my business to give me a lot more freedom that's allowed me to, to do the things I did the last several years. Um, what I, what I was thinking about for today's topic was how important it is. There's that initial thing of having enough trust to just believe in yourself to try something. But if we commit to something, keeping our promises to ourselves so that we have a reinforcement in trusting ourselves. And, and what do I mean by that? So like when some of the bigger things for me, some of the things I was that were scary to me that I committed to and followed through on, um, just take, for example, writing, writing a book. Um, I didn't talk about that with many people before I did it because I wasn't sure I could do it. I was scared. I'd scared I'd failed. Um, scared I wouldn't finish it. Scared I couldn't finish it. Each chapter I finished, I thought, well, maybe that's the last one I got. That one came easy, but maybe that's it. And then until I got through the next one, well, surely the, well, that one was easy, but maybe chapter five won't come. Um, but I persisted and I wrote almost, when I was in that first writing phase, I wrote almost every day for I don't know how many months. And I kept that promise to myself. I'm going to keep at this and I'm going to keep working on this chapter till it's done. And then give it to Nancy and go to the next one and the next one and the next one. Um, so that was an example. And then when at the podcast, I promised myself last year that I would do one a week and I, I, I finished the year at 50, just over 52 or right at 52. Um, so I kept that promise to myself. Um, and I started remembering, I don't know what made me think of this. Some of the things I'm, I just like, just when I, when I decided in 2020 that I'm not going to be a planner anymore. It was a long time before I said that out loud to very many people because it was big and scary for me. And some of the, even some of the people I said it to, even after all the things I've, I've, I've done the last 10 years, um, reacted in a way that made me feel like they didn't believe me. They're like, oh, okay. All right, Mr. Smarty Pants. <laughs> You know, uh, and I got the same kind of reaction for to the some not everybody, but like some people when I said I was going to write a book, they're like, yeah, I tried to write a book once, or yeah, I did a podcast once, uh, or um, whatever it might be. And I don't, I'm not taking offense or I'm not picking on anybody because I know people's reactions are a reflection of what's inside them. I'm sure that I've probably rained on someone's parade when I didn't have as much faith in myself. If somebody said something big they wanted to do, I might have tried to politely talk them into a more safe, a safer way of living or, or doing something. 
And it wasn't that I wanted to kill their dreams. It was just where I was at the time. And that's, that's what sometimes I still see with, with people again, like when I, when I said, I want to do this big thing, um, people, some people didn't have faith or belief that I could do it, or they start looking for what's wrong with it. Like, well, you're, you're too young to do that. Or what are you going to do? What are you going to do with all your time? You know, it just, it just seems like, um, you're, you're, you're too young to do that. Now I've had a lot of other people come and they're just super excited about it. Um, when I tell them things I might do, and I, I don't broadcast a lot of this stuff, um, generally until it, it's happened. I don't, there's a lot of plans I have that I just don't talk about until I'm ready to do them. Um, but one thing I guess I'm ready to talk about now is that I, um, Later this fall, I'm going to do a hike on a pilgrimage trail in in um, Italy, and it's 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 21 days if I don't stop. But it's, I'm going to do it over. I'm going to give myself longer than that, so I have time to stop and smell the roses and rest my feet and relax. And um, it's something uh, I want to do, and I don't have to have a reason for it. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. So, um, yeah. And then I was thinking about too, like, um, earlier this year, well, as I started thinking about planning for that, I, well, not even earlier this year, it was last November, I really kind of assessed my personal health and where I've been, uh, you know, during COVID, like all of us, um, or many of us, not everyone, um, I, I was so stressed out with everything we were going through collectively, collectively, and so stressed out about the decisions I was making as a result of that and the changes I was making in my life and how it was making me rethink my life that my health and, and nutrition kind of got put on a back burner. Um, I was having fun, but man, we ate a lot of good stuff. I started making homemade pasta and pizza and bread and putting real butter on it and all this stuff. But after, uh, almost two years of that, um, I put on a lot of, um, unnecessary pounds. Let's say there was more Carlo than there needed to be. And I'm not body shaming myself. Uh, but that, that extra weight was impacting me. It, my feet hurt when I walked too much and my knees hurt sometimes and uh, went to the doctor and my cholesterol had shot up. So I made a commitment to myself that if I'm going to, if I'm going to do this, this 200 plus mile walk, uh, I want to be in shape to do that. So I started working out and I was working. I, I went back to my buddy, uh, Eric Humes, who owns Lyft and told him, he asked me what my goals were. And I'm like, look, I, you know, obviously people want to, I wanted, I, I feel like I look better when I'm more fit. I'm not, I'm not judging anyone, but my, me personally, the way my clothes fit and everything, that was a secondary thing for me. I, I said, I want to be functionally fit and strong enough to do this thing without, without worrying about my, my health. And I, and, and so he's like, great. So, uh, he started telling me what to eat and what to not eat. And he didn't make me change everything overnight. He said, first, just do this. And then two weeks later, do this. And then, uh, each two or three weeks, as I kind of built new habits, he just took one little thing and changed it and tweaked it and add, add a little bit more protein and do, you know, start taking this supplement. And, um, I'm not done yet, 
but I've dropped from 33% body fat to, I think, 21% body fat, which is like, I think, 20, 27 pounds of fat that I lost. And I, I can't, I t- I've got, there's a lot of clothes I can wear again that I couldn't wear. My, I, I just feel better again. I'm not judging. I, I was in a bad spot and I ate as a form of uh, escape from stress. And um, now I'm focused and I've, again, going back to keeping my promises. I'm like, this is something I want to do. And so I, it's made it easier uh, to make those changes and decisions. And I'm seeing results. It's not every week. Sometimes I go two or three weeks with no changes, but I keep sticking with it. And then you know, the fourth week comes along and, and something, something shifts. And, um, I'm excited about that. I'm proud of that. And again, it's reinforcing the habit of keeping promises to myself. And we can do that with, we, we can do that with our health. We can do that with our budget. We can do that with our time. You know, if we say that we want to, um, earn more money, then sometimes that involves investing a lot of time and energy into ourselves. You know, I had to, I spent years and years and years learning to become a financial plan, better financial planner, learning to become better at sales and um, consulting and, ex, you know, just explaining things that, you know, complicated, tang- intangible topics to people in a way that, that would be helpful them, for them so they can make the decisions they needed to make. Um, I spent a lot of years working and working and working and not seeing financial results for that until this last 10 years. Um, I spent my 20s and 30s learning how to do what I needed to do that allowed me to earn what I wanted to earn in my 40s. And so that was a, that was a big investment of time before I saw results. But uh, those kind of things are inevitable. If you, if, you, if you keep putting in, eventually you'll be rewarded. It's been my experience at least. So that's, that's what I wanted to talk about is like how, um, first of all, how important it is, you know, A, just having the confidence to love ourselves enough to trust ourselves to at least say yes to an idea and then keeping whatever promises we, we've made to ourselves to carry through whatever it is we want to do to completion. And if we do that enough, then when those, when um, someone throws something that might be negative or a doubt at us, when I hear that now, sometimes if I stings, I still have a, I still have a reaction to it, but I've learned, okay, to listen to that. It's like, are they, are they, are they providing anything helpful? Is there a, is there any, is there a pearl of wisdom in their questioning and in their, in their doubt that maybe I could use to save myself some time of if I'm rushing into something too quickly, or am I not seeing something? Are they, maybe they're seeing something I'm not seeing. Um, so I will dive into that and kind of double check it and then confirm back with myself or, or other people or sources uh, to make sure I feel like I'm still on the right path for me. So I think that's, that's, uh, I wanted to 
add on to this, if I were going to augment that chapter or add a, a secondary chapter about trusting ourselves, it's about keeping those promises to ourselves. And of course, just like I said in the book, um, you can't, you know, trust is, is foundational in a relationship. So, you know, loving ourselves enough to believe and trust in ourselves, just in our ideas and what, what our truth is, is important. But then, um, keeping our promises to ourselves reinforces that trust so that when, um, I know if I'm, if I really decide if I'm like, there's a point where I'm dabbling and thinking about something. And then once I decide I go all, I go all in. And so, um, those are, those are, I feel like they're muscles that we need to keep working on and building on ourselves to, to, to be able to pursue our dreams. It's not just about, it's not just about thinking positively or, uh, wishing or hoping there's, there's some, there's some methodology behind, I guess, achieving goals. And that's, that's kind of trying what I'm trying to distill. I, I hope I made that clear. I hope it was. So maybe, maybe let me know. Um, I don't get, I, I get some feedback and it's always helpful, but maybe, uh, in the show notes, there's a spot where you can, you can, you can, um, especially on, I think on Spotify and anchor, there's a place where people can put comments, um, reach out to me on social media. Um, I always post the shows on, um, Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn, so if you follow me in any of those places and any of this resonates with you or you've got something to add to it, um, personal experiences with how you uh, keep your promises to yourself, uh, let's, let's, I think the more, this, the more of a group discussion this is, the more it would be helpful for everybody because um, I've gotten some really wonderful and lovely feedback from people. And um, I think the more we all talk about this stuff, the more we can help each other as we pursue our dreams. Cause I'm not, again, I'm not <clears throat> putting myself out there as this guru know-it-all thing. I'm just, I'm just a guy that's just trying to do, to do my best, um, as I make my way through life on this tiny speck of dust floating through space and time. <laughs> so, uh, that's, that's all I wanted to say for today about this. Um, so yeah, yeah send whatever feedback you have, that would be great. Um, I think, uh, again, if you follow me, you'll see that I, I just recently got a, um, a new award from, from an organization called Chiba, C-I-B-A, Chanticleer International Book Awards. I was a finalist for spirituality and enlightenment in the mind and spirit category. And they're going to pick the, the, the winner in that category and all the other categories in June sometime. So, um, that would be super fun and amazing to win, but I'm super proud that I, that I got this. So, um, I've, I've gotten lovely feedback from so many people and I really appreciate that. And it's, 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 it's just fun to get, uh, it's more fun really to get the uh, feedback from, from, uh, people I know and people I don't know, but it's also fun to get it from, uh, from, from, you know, industry people. So thank you. So I got that. And then, I've got a little book trailer I put together that uh, will start going out. Um, the full full video went out recently on uh, Facebook and LinkedIn, and I'm going to get like a shorter version of that for real. So you'll see that. So please, if you like it and you like the book and, and you, if one of these people that have given me a nice feedback, uh, don't hesitate to share that with your friends because um, 
I'm getting you know, people that take the time to read it, like it. And I've gotten, I've gotten such nice comments and people sharing stories about things that they did or stopped doing or started doing or jobs that they quit or hobbies that they started because of, because of what I shared. Or like I said, 1.7, seven different people have told me they've started therapy for the first time, which this is apparently mental health awareness month. And, um, again, I talk a lot about that in my book too, is like the, how therapy helped me kind of understand the whole, whole shadow concept and how it helped me, um, heal and grow as I went through some really tough times and up until today. So I'm not, um, I'm just, I'm, I, I wanted to, in my book, I wanted to talk about that because it's something that's sometimes kind of this quiet taboo thing, especially, especially for men for whatever reason. So that's what I got. Um, again, as always, thank you so much for listening. I don't know how often, I don't know. I've, I've got some ideas for some other things, but I got some um, other, other projects coming up. So I will try to produce uh, some shows more, more um, frequently, but in the meantime, I hope you are having a great year. I hope you are having fun. I hope you say yes to your dreams and that you enjoy your journey. Thank you so much. Thank you.